0: Hello, all you stinky exotic fish boys. Uh, welcome back to Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming Destiny podcast. My name is Chili Ben.
1: I'm Mecky, <laughs> and I held in a burp during that, and I think it picked up. Do you want
0: to let it out now? I didn't hear it. So I think yeah, we're I did fine. One of
1: those, I did one of those throat burps,
0: uh-huh. you
1: know, where it kind of escapes. Yeah. But Discord lit up like my microphone picked it
0: up. Okay. I. I don't think I registered it in my headphones, but then again, see. I was talking, so Amazing. it might be on the audio track, but that's easy for Amazing. me to fix. I got, you know two, how, I, got, I got two audio tracks. I could just cut that bit out and I can save that for a ringtone.
1: No, You know how YouTube shows you the most replayed oh, yeah. sections of a video? It's just people going back to see if they can hear the burp.
0: Yeah. yeah I feel like I should actually go and cut out that clip from last week with the, the Tina Turner news getting broken and just like, I don't know what to do with it, but I, I want to have that as a separate Oh, I clipped it. I yeah, went back and clipped it because
1: cool. I was going to use it to promote the podcast and mm. then completely forgot. But I'll use it on, I'll download it and use it on Instagram to promote the pod.
0: Yeah. Sometimes when I'm editing, I'll lose focus, especially in moments like that, and just like watch it and kind of like have a little chuckle to myself. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm trying to do work now. Um, and that that was like, that, that one got me again, <laughs> watching it, was- it back. <laughs>
1: it reminded me a little bit when i watched it um of you know the bit in the simpsons where they keep replaying where ralph's heart breaks you yeah. can see the, the, the dots connecting in uh-huh. my head i'm like <laughs>
0: what the fuck uh yes now season of the deep we are week 2 um we got it's it's a fairly uh i would say light week in terms of in game story updates um, but we've got we've got a few bits and pieces to to talk about. It won't be as long probably as last week's like hour forty. I think it ended up as because it was like, here's a new season. Here's literally everything that we have looked at in the space of two days. Um, the whole lot of new content. But before we get to that, I need to give you a very spicy week one update from my end of things. Um, so last season, due to a bug, a bunch of us gilded dredgin in the first week of the season because all you had to do was like partially complete one of the gilding triumphs and it was like, oops, here's everything. Um, and then I don't know at what point I decided to do this. Um, but I gilded Dredgen in the first week of the season.
1: <laughs> Legitimately this time. Uh, yeah,
0: no, I, I put in the yards um, and that's not even like bonus infamy. So like, resetting the rank took a little bit took most of what i did last week was play gambit um and yeah the 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 weapon kill triumph was scout rifles so i just got that out of the way first just like 100 scout rifle kills cool and then i got back on my usual bullshit of disorienting grenades throwing hammers xenophage um and i was a legitimate menace um I got. I think the first triumph I completed was Good Company, which is the one where you get one for like not dying, banking the most moats, or doing the most damage across all uh, combatant types or whatever it is. Um, That one I got done first because I was not dying, and then every now and then I would get one of the other ones at the same time in a match. I I I I'm just I'm good at gambit. I don't know what what to tell you. and I like it as a game mode and it was also something that was easy for me to do while like hanging out with folks who are also playing Destiny not necessarily playing Gambit together or I'm watching something in the background or whatever it might be but uh, it was also just a little bit of a challenge I issued myself of like how hard would this be to do in the first week and the answer is it's not hard it just is maybe more Gambit than I want to play in a single week (laughs) But it's done, so I don't have to worry about that this season, um, as opposed to some seasons where I'll do it the night before the season ends.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. when when that popped up, I was like, "The fuck!"
0: The the <laughs> the best thing is like I I I knew it. I knew there's a bit of a delay between like get like gilding it in the game and Charlemagne picking it up and posting it into the Discord server. So before that happened, like as soon as I gilded it, I went in there and just wrote. Hey, you guys want to see the f- something really funny? And then I just waited, <laughs> <laughs> and the responses were basically a lot of "Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you?" <laughs> you good, Herbie? Yeah, you want to talk about it? I had a good time, and then that means I've like also got the the season ritual weapon that you get out of the for like reaching uh, legend rank before you complete it um which is basically a light version of dead man's Tale. um it's quite similar actually to the scout rifle you get out of spire of the watcher in terms of like look and sound but the, the perk combinations on it because um, it's got two it's got that thing where it's like there's two sets of two you can choose between um and there's, there's some there's some goofy stuff going on there um one of the options is reconstruction so it just constantly jams more bullets in there
1: yeah
0: um I think there was explosive payload there was or no opening shot like it was that's, it was pretty good fun
1: there's some goofy yeah uh... yeah
0: it's just a just a solid solid little scout rifle um so yeah, I am now a nine time gilded dredgeon. uh week one of the season i don't i I don't know if anyone in the tower has noticed and been like that guy sucks um <laughs> <laughs> but
1: he needs some milk
0: <laughs> i need something i need help um but now i know it's possible uh i don't know if i'll do it again but you know if i've got nothing else to do because because the other thing too is like this season not having the pinnacle grind to do because i finished that last season it frees up of, a lot of time God, it frees up more like it relieves more pressure on me than i realized of like I used to be like, okay, I'm going to log in. I'm going to do like some easy pinnacles kind of early in the week. Maybe on the weekend, I'll do one of the ones that takes a bit more work or needs a fire team. Um, but this, I was just like, I'm going to do a bunch of seasonal activities until I run out of shit to do. And then I'm only playing Gambit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the removal of yeah. the grind. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, and I think I definitely expressed this a little bit, towards the end of last season, I was starting to get a little bit, not burnt out, but just destined out. Mm. Because at, towards the end of the season, it did genuinely for a little bit feel like a chore. Yeah. But that's just because also, like, I had so much going on in life. Yes. That, like, I was tired, but I was like, I need to do all my pinnacles this mm-hmm. week. And it kind of felt like a bit of a slog. Now that that's gone just Des- jumping on destiny feels more like a choice than like an obligation. Yeah. It, and it's I also really nice. appreciate that.
0: Yeah. It's also nice around the beginning of a new season. There's tons of fresh shit to do. Um, yeah. But I think that's generally where I'm at now is like between trying to hit titles and get triumphs to guild things, um, between trying to do seasonal activities and unlock stuff, trying to do dungeons. Like there's already so much I'm trying to do. Arbitrarily adding ten to my power level feels like the least interesting of those. Yeah, but it's not that it's not that you need to do it either, because um, you can certainly do end game content without hitting pinnacle cap because your artifact power will you know consistently just push yeah, you up. Yeah,
1: but it's it's more so just the almost like the pressure to do it just so that you yeah. can do higher level stuff sometimes without yeah. suffering. Yeah, but um, I think
0: as long as you hit powerful cap, you can basically do anything. Because um, mm-hmm. you're talking about a difference of ten, and if you if you play enough, because I honestly sometimes you're just at the mercy of RNG. You might be sitting there on like I need two more pinnacles to get to the cap, but I'm still able to go and do raids and dungeons and whatever because the artifact power level is pushing me up enough because I've played enough to you know get plus six or plus ten or whatever out of that. Um, And that that just keeps building through you playing the game. Whereas you could just get unlucky and never hit pinnacle cap because they keep dropping in the wrong spot. And that sucks. That's not a good feeling at all. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, shout out to that not being a thing this season.
1: Yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: Um, Speaking of gambit before we get to this week's stuff um there was a the classic like you've done this week's seasonal story mission go to the the helm or the vendor or whatever and there's like a radio transmission um this one was what uh zavala
1: and drifter and
0: the drifter having a conversation um yeah yeah, and zavala says you think the night because like the Drifter is, like, basically, you know, referring to the Nine a lot of the time, and, like, oh, everything's... He, it is basically the stand-in for, like, God and miraculous events and things like that, and he's going, like, uh, Zavala saying, you think the Nine were telling you to run Gambit for this, that they saw everything coming, and that's how they chose to prepare us? Like, just roasting a man's entire identity, and I love to see that stinky rat boy taking down a pig.
1: What? Well- I love my stinky rat man, my thrift man. Yes. My op shop boy. Uh, my <laughs> stinky little op shop boy. Drifter. My damp little dumpster boy. My damp lad. <laughs> <laughs> Men smells like a Discord mod's bedroom. Um <laughs> Sweat
0: and mildew. This sounds like wet cheese.
1: <laughs> um the thing is, I love the Drifter, but I bully him probably as much as I bully Groh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he says and does bad things.
1: Ah, he's creepy and I love him. Yeah. Um, The thing is, though, right, he was already equipped for all of this Yeah, he, just by chance. He
0: just had a ship with a giant, like, ball of taken shit behind it.
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, he's just like, hey, so, like, this is similar technology to what I'm using to run Gambit. Mm-hmm. So I can see his logic, but then it's also like, yeah, it's that, like, blind faith, like, I've been chosen by the, you know, the pinnacle nine. of my faith yeah. to represent it. you know, I'm, he's, he's having a manic episode. <laughs> I say that as someone with bipolar.
0: He's seeing the face of God <laughs> in a taking. He's having problems. a manic
1: episode. He thinks the Nine are communicating with him. Through Gambit.
0: And I would know.
1: <laughs> but I can see the logic of him being like, hey, all the stars, like, it's all lining up. They knew it was coming. Yes. Big scary lady knew it was coming.
0: Well, yeah, the emissary of the Nine, not even the Nine. Like, yeah. we don't know what the nine look like. That's just a blue lady.
1: Just book a blue lady.
0: In the sky at the end of Prophecy. Like, what are we doing? Who are you? Why are you there? Uh, the other thing that you finally got to. Fishing.
1: I finally did some fishing. We
0: all love our rods, our tackle, our bait and putting the fish in the fish tank at the end of it.
1: Yeah. The slam dunk. Getting the getting the fish tube.
0: <laughs> so aggressive. Um yeah, I think we've all like had our moments this week where things are just a bit too busy or hectic and what I want to do is play destiny but not really. So I'm going to go fish. Um it's very very simple. It's easy to catch fish perfectly. You just yeah. press the button. And it's like yoink, and you get a codfish. I fish.
1: I had a moment this week where I was like, oh, it's seven thirty. I'll go fishing while I'm eating dinner and like listening to a podcast, uh-huh. and then I look over and it's nine forty-five because <laughs> I'm just e e. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's so. I mean, you do have to like go pick up the fish, but. That is all fishing is, is you press your interact button twice and you catch I've a fish. It's also
1: gotten to the point where I know the sound of the bobber.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: like, I've been actively watching something and I hear it go, you,
0: don't, you, whoop, don't, you and don't I'm even
1: just like, like
0: e. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are one with the fish at this point. <laughs> Women want you, fish fear you.
1: Hive fear me. <laughs> fish want me.
0: Yes. I still have yet to see an exotic fish. I don't know what that experience looks like same but i did actually i did have the the triumph popped for getting one and i think that's because someone near me did it i don't i don't think that's how that's supposed to work
1: i've had a few triumphs pop Ooh, and my throat popped too Mm. (laughs) um i have had a few triumphs pop and i've been like hmm i didn't do that excuse (laughs) me like does it count everyone in the same pond as a fire team like
0: it shouldn't Right. But
1: it do, Yeah. there's a lot of triumphs I've done where I know for a fact I have not done them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Apparently fishing has an AoE for <laughs> triumphs.
0: Yeah. What a weird game.
1: But yeah, it's great. <laughs> and then occasionally you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I have to go run some Vanguard to get some more bait. playlist to get more bait. Yeah.
0: And also, like, if a public event spawns in the location you're in, the fishing oh, spot just disappears.
1: Didn't know that. So yeah. I spent 45 minutes looking for the one on the throne world and ended up messaging you being like, hey, am I stupid?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, where the fuck is the pond? And you're like, oh, it goes away so, during public events. And I look over and there's a public event. I'm like, you fuckers. I
0: think so. I I Because, like, when you do the intro quest, it shows you where all the fishing locations are. And when I went to do the Throne World one, it wasn't anywhere, and there also wasn't a public event. I feel like one must have just finished because then I saw the message pop up that says like a fishing location has spawned or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah. And then I was like,
0: oh, that's weird, because I don't think I'd realized the public event thing yet. And I was just like, oh, so they're not always just here. Which I guess <laughs> kind makes of force
1: sense. kind of forces you to go do the public event so it goes quicker.
0: <laughs> True, and like. Often we'll get, like, uh, seasonal challenges that are, like, do events, do, do activities in the Cosmodrome or the EDZ or whatever, and, like, public events contribute to that. So you might as well. They take, like, five minutes. Mm. Um, it's better to do them like that when they come up other than what I usually end up doing is, like, oh, I, I've got a triumph I need to complete for something that is do public events in this location, so I'm just doing laps of the entire map. As they spawn, like I did on Europa, trying to get one of those triumphs done. Just like, oh, it was like, it was a one specific public event for Europa. And once it spawns, you basically chase it around the entire map. Um, That is painful. Oh, yeah. I
1: did that with you guys one night.
0: Yeah. It was like a specific public event that we had to find for something. I don't even remember what. All I know is we did it for like hours because it would, once it spawned one, it would go like maybe four or five in a row. And then it would stop, and then you had to like, basically go to orbit and come back in to have another chance at resetting the rotation. God, that Thank was Thank God for being
1: stood down for most of <laughs> Beyond Light. Yeah,
0: we got real good at Destiny. <laughs> mm. All right, this week, Season of the Deep. This deep mm-hmm. on Season of the Week. Um,
1: Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about the seasonal story quest this week. It's
1: there wasn't a lot. It I was, think.
0: I mean, it was a new location. It was a new boss, um, but fairly similar, as these things tend to be. Which is I fine. Think I still enjoyed it.
1: Story beat wise, we more or less confirmed that Zevoroth has been terrorizing Sloane. Yes. <clears throat> and Asa's kind of helped drown out. Zevu's voice voice a little bit with
0: Sloan. So I'm just now remembering I took a bunch of screenshots of like subtitles that I thought were interesting. Um oh no, this one's not great. This okay, this was during so like you do the named mission version of the deep dive, and this one was called Mayday Mayday. Um Mm. and like St. 14 is on the comms a bit, but one of the things that I saw fit to take a screenshot of is he says, no, today I sit in chair, but is good chair.
1: <laughs> you know what's really funny? I took a screenshot of that exact same moment. Yeah. Because I thought it was funny.
0: Because it was something about like, I think Sloan or someone was saying like, why aren't you, Why don't you come in the water and figure this shit out? And he's like, no, I sit in a chair today.
1: No, today I sit in chair, but is good chair. At the, at the
0: end of the mission, like before you go through the portal to talk to Asa, Zavala and Saint have a conversation in front of the portal. And Saint, Saint says, you worry for the deputy commander. She is strong and her friend is very large. They will be okay.
1: <laughs> I love Saint so much. It's so good. Oh.
0: Uh, oh, and these are all just,
1: yeah. I just screenshot a lot of the shit that Zevu says. Yeah, just all because...
0: screaming at us.
1: But also, like, she's spitting bars. hmm your yeah. Neil is a brutal, efficient violence. Homie, are you writing sleep tokens? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Am I gonna am I gonna see you at the Polaris gig in September? <laughs> are
1: you writing for Metal?
0: Bands? Like <laughs> what's going on?
1: She's out here writing deathcore lyrics. Yeah,
0: yeah, legitimately. Um but yeah, I think like if we can't remember it. We can't remember it, and neither of us took notes, so here we are. It's, yeah, uh... <laughs>
1: basically, I mean, from what I remember of Arsa speaking through Sloan, it was basically just confirming that, I believe by the sounds of it, the witness or Zevu on behalf of the witness wiped Arsa's people out, or mm. well, people, fish, whales, species, sure. Um something about a silent god or a big god something about a god in there I think
0: silent um, god was mentioned and I can only yeah. assume that means the traveler
1: Maybe yeah
0: um which would make sense the traveler's been around a bit and kind of ignored a bunch of different races um and has not really done a lot with us to date except gone into low earth orbit
1: Yeah just <laughs> hung out
0: I think Get a shape cut out the face of it.
1: Gave us powers.
0: Yeah. But it's not said, hey, I'm God, what's up? So silent. Yeah. Not inactive. Yeah. Um. Yes. And then the veil containment situation. So last week there was a mission uh, just called veil containment. You go in there and you fight some enemies and then you get to, like, the control room that overlooks the Veil kind of arena where you fight Callus at the end of the campaign. Um, you pick up an audio log from Maya Sunderesh, this week's version of that. Uh, oh, yeah, because also, like, in last week's one, you, like, go down into the arena, you fight a Tormentor. It's a whole, it's a whole battle. I think there might be two Tormentors. Um, but this week's one is you just load into that control room, you listen to two audio logs, and then you leave. There is no fighting at all. It's kind of a nice little way to just like give us lore that isn't law books. It's actual, there's audio logs, but then there's like, I think Osiris reacting to the messages and there's a um, bit of like interplay there.
1: And uh, Nimbus.
0: Nimbus, yes.
1: Nimbus as well. Cause Nimbus is like, Hey, wait, maybe everything we were told hasn't been true. Yeah. And- um. He says something about, Maya's recounting of moving, uh, well, finding the veil and then setting up around the veil conflicts with uh, what's-her-face's history logs.
0: Oh, yeah. I think... Is that this week's or is that last week's? There might Yeah, that might be the second one from this week. Yeah. Yeah. The first one is, like, another message from Chioma SE and it's actually starting to talk about what the veil is. Like, physically speaking um saying things like it's an electromagnetic anomaly it has no mass but it has a tangible surface area then they say some like this just straight science fiction proper noun bullshit of like it's like a thesis statement to the von neumann wigner hypothesis like is that a real thing is that something i haven't googled it it might be like they have invoked the name of einstein rosen bridges in destiny lightfall and that's a real physics concept. Uh, so that's, that's a fun time. Um, yeah, it's definitely paracausal, like the Traveler. Maya calls it the Veil. This is kind of like historical audio logs. So this was them kind of first, I guess, uh, studying it. Um, but then she says this very interesting thing. She says she heard the name in a whisper when she looked at it. Uh, when, when she asked her who whispered, she said it was her own voice. Uh so that's that's wild. Um and that makes me think back to like I think it's the end of Shadow Keep, you like have this interaction with what is actually the darkness, but you like your character goes into the Black Garden where the Garden of Salvation Raid occurs and you're talking to yourself. Mm. And so that that to me feels like a parallel there of if you're hearing it in your own voice, there's something kind of paracausal involved there. That feels uh, similar. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then some, something at the end about, like, the electromagnetic radiation coming off the veil is causing psychological distress in the exos that went down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Chiso says that all the exos have experienced brain death at yeah. one point. Yeah. Um. She's like, I don't think this is a good power source. Maya Mayo wants to use it as a power source. I would rather set up wind turbines. Mm. But Maya's saying that in the long term, this is the best. Um, not sure what to do. All the exos have experienced brain death. Um, maybe we fucked up by, you know, leaving. Yeah. Bray Tech with the Exos to begin, like, mm. just a lot of hesitation. And I think that's where Nimbus comes in and goes, hey, so all of this conflicts with what we have mm. with our historical record of, keeping. A little
0: bit of, uh, uh, what is it, revisionist history going on there.
1: Yeah, like, I I found that really interesting when Nimbus is like, hey, so this directly contradicts everything we have in our history books.
0: Well, you better fucking...
1: None of this has been mentioned. You
0: better get on that like, Wikipedia edit button real fast, my guy.
1: Well, <laughs> one of, like, I know we don't like to theorize too much, but, like, one of my theories is is maybe not corrupted, but may has being consumed or, like, enveloped by the veil and mm. is being motivated and manipulated to do like set up around it and set up a society around it. Um so it's Maya who set the history books, mm. not Chiso. Yeah. So it maybe it's a little bit of a what is it? Uh unreliable narrator situation yeah. where history has been written from Maya's perspective and Maya yeah. sees this as a positive step.
0: Yes. Yes. Um yeah consider this your reminder for those of you that that play destiny or are up to date with stuff like this. check in on this this mission weekly um it seems like like at the end of the one last week it was like uh you know we'll need time to process this come back soon and we'll have more, which you know is destiny speak for come back every week and we'll give you a little bit more um mm-hmm. and yeah, f- further evidence to 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 my old theory about you know them explaining the veil over the over the span of the next year. It's feeding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, as much as it would have been nice to have some of this in the actual campaign and like give us a reason to to give a shit about the veil in the first place, it wasn't necessary. You know, it's a lot of like context of why it's here, what it was originally thought to be for. Um yeah it feels like maybe there was a couple of bits missing out of the story to kind of like again hint or tease at some of that but i don't think any of this is like necessary to tell the lightfall story yeah um but hey maybe we'll come across some stuff in the next few weeks where it's like oh yeah damn this should have actually been in the story this would have been sick um this would have actually really helped and now now i'm invested some six months later or whatever um but yeah, that's viral containment. Yeah. That's fishing. That's seasonal yeah. bits.
1: Before we jump onto Dungan, mm. I think my Grom trees are here. Yes. Sergey's losing his fucking mind. Yes. I don't know if that's picking up. It
0: definitely is.
1: Wow, cool. Good episode. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I hate that his balking picked up. Oh, joy. Last 10 minutes is going to be a nightmare.
0: It's fine. We... We have a history of barking dogs on this show. All right, dungeon. Sorry about this fucking dungeon. What is it? Fuck. What is it called? Ghosts in the deep.
1: Ghosts of the deep.
0: Ghosts of the deep. I don't remember. I should have written this down.
1: It's ghosts ghost of the
0: deep. Of the deep. Yes, Google says that is correct of the deep Ghosted um, my deep
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes uh, so this is latest dungeon set in Titan Arcology. yes um, I how many times did I run it this week I think three because we did it then we ran it to get someone else through. And then I did the same thing on, let's say it was like Tuesday or Wednesday or something this week. Um,
1: According to Charlemagne, yeah, three times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, I, before we just talk about what the dungeon is, I really like this dungeon. I think same. it's I think it's pretty fucking neat. It doesn't waste a lot of time either. Um. I will, I will probably a lot contrast this with Spire of the Watcher. Um, so what Spire of the Watcher does when you first load in is you have to like, you have that opening kind of encounter, although you don't get a chest at the end of it, um, where you're you're like hooking up all the wires to open the door teach to get into the, the thing. Um, to teach the you the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, it teaches you the mechanic. Um, there's a lot of enemies you have to deal with, but it's not a like registered encounter. There's no chest at the end of it. It's not part of the triumph list for like completing the dungeon. Um goes of the deep just loads you immediately into the first encounter. Um granted you have to like you know traverse the map to get over to it, but it's like I don't know, 10 second sparrow ride. Um and you are just in it. And that that first thing you do will get you a chest at the end of it. Um and it is kind of a combination of like Wrathborn hunts um with a little bit of like pit of heresy stuff mixed in there with like symbol recognition and matching symbols and um those i think are probably the closest touchstones i don't think i'm missing anything mechanically but it's it's a lot of stuff we have seen before
1: very reminiscent of some of the throne world stuff Mm. and then yeah the symbol touching we or the symbol matching we get yeah. We've had through a whole bunch of different stuff yeah. through Destiny. I yeah. mean, Last Wish, all of that shit. Yes. Yeah, but that, match card kind of yeah, games that,
0: in it. Like, as someone who's run Pit of Heresy a whole bunch, like you get pretty familiar with the symbols that the high symbols that you use for that. And this is, you know, the same set. Although I think you're only using six of them.
1: They use the same symbols in the deep dives too. At the end, where you have to look at the symbol in the middle and then go uh, over yeah. to the.
0: I've. I will be honest. I'm kind of not paying attention to that a lot of the time. Um, things just seem to work out because other people know what they're doing, and it's been two weeks and I still haven't worked it out for myself. Um, but this this one a little bit more hands on. Um, yeah, the first encounter you you've got to like essentially activate four statues by going and like killing. You have to like progress through killing ads in a few locations until you take down a hive guardian. And you crush their ghost. That gives you a buff that lasts for about a minute or so, uh, called like Vestige of Light. Um, and then you run that back, you use Deep Sight that's back, um, to reveal the statues. And you find the one with a matching symbol and you dunk it. And that is kind of the loop, uh, for that first encounter and kind of gets you know remixed and added to for the second and third. Um, that, that opening environment is kind of it feels more EDZ in terms of like way it looks and the rocks and the trees and stuff
1: yeah actually
0: Um, yeah but also like that that's how the arcology used used to look it's just been a few years since we've been in there
1: yeah also like the arcology is basically an artificial environment hey yeah exactly it's it's an environment under a glass dome and they're using the trees and stuff to oxygen oxygenate the area and yeah yeah um, so it's like if they're taking samples from the EDZ and Earth to plant on other planets, kind of like what we see in the time the time tears on Mars and stuff.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. It's
1: it's like it's going to be the same environment because they're taking saplings and samples from Earth, yeah. so makes sense. Yeah,
0: and then as as you load in, like Sloane is basically her like radio is breaking up, but she's kind of referencing what it looks like think what it looks like is happening there of like some weird hive ritual is happening. And then a radio cuts out, and that's kind of when you're getting into the first encounter. Um, Yeah, you clear through that. You kind of do a bunch of traversal through the arcology. Um, You do a bunch of going into the water um, with some notable differences to the way the water works in the seasonal activities.
1: Bubble, no come back.
0: Namely, yeah, the bubbles are not persistent. Um, So when you do salvage and deep dive, when someone else – pops a bubble it stays there so that you can also get it um Your but
1: one. No, with,
0: with this dungeon as soon as anyone pops it it's gone like it will respawn after a, a bit uh but what that means is you either need to like space out and kind of ration who gets bubbles or you need to stay bunched up because there's a bit of a like radius around them where it will refill everybody's just... pressure meter
1: go one
0: by one yeah that's 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 the other thing like especially in those ones where you're going like down these big wide tubes there's usually kind of three bubbles at different distances down them and so it'll just be like okay i'm gonna get that one you get this one and kind of spread them out that way and and that that kind of works but yeah it's it's a little the the platforming on the first run through i found it pretty fucking frustrating because you're moving slow because you're doing the underwater thing. The bubbles are pretty spread out. You don't know where you're supposed to be going, and, and
1: sometimes someone take your bumble,
0: yeah, yeah, um <laughs> <My> bubble <laughs> and yeah especially with some of the some of those like rooms you have to find your way through, whether it's the lighting or the the coloring that they've applied to the textures and things like that it It was hard for me to know at a quick glance as I'm trying not to drown uh, where I'm supposed to go. Um, and then, it's, and then there was a couple of spots where like a, a lot of it is like walk off the edge of this thing, go down a long way to the next bit. And there was a couple of times I went to do that and then realized, Oh, this was actually where I was supposed to stop and not go down. And then one of them, I fell through a hole and just kept going. Um, and then you have to do that whole section again.
1: Easy. It's very easy to get turned around down there too. Yeah. Especially, um, there was a few times where I'd – so you go down into, like, more Titan architecture, so, like, mm. what we see in the deep dive with tubes and bubbles and glass panels and stuff like that. Um, there was a few times where I'd go up with a fan propulsion and pop out and think I've done a loop.
0: Yeah, but you do like not I conscious thought of how far like down the, you've gone?
1: Yeah, and I thought I was back at the beginning and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I turn around and you guys are there and I'm like, oh – I think there was a few times where I was like, oh fuck. And you guys were like, what? And I turned around and you're just standing behind yeah, me.
0: This is where you're supposed to <laughs> I knew be. And I
1: went in the loop. I, <laughs> I was I back had, at the beginning. I had
0: a couple of those moments the first time. Um But I, I will say, like having now done it another couple of times, once you roughly know the direction you're supposed to be going, it's actually pretty easy. Like Yeah. It's Go down, go out through this gap in the glass wall, just go over the edge, down, and then up through the fan that's like one of them, right? And you just kind of learn you learn that way quicker than I thought you would. Well, I did. Yeah, I'm least. just
1: reminding myself of the different sections. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um and then and then you're going through sections of like throne world reminiscent hive architecture. Um yeah, real gross bone-looking bullshit everywhere
1: Yeah. Yeah, very reminiscent of um Which makes sense because the throne the, um, world.
0: the Hive Guardians are all throughout this dungeon, so that kind of makes sense to me that there's some overlap there.
1: Yeah, uh we missed something important. where we were just like, hey, yeah, uh, so you go through some hive architecture. Mm. They crashed a dreadnought into the fucking sea.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That's the big reveal as you go down one of the tunnels and you look out and you're like, that is a big dreadnought. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big fucking
0: ship. And I mean, there's only really been one dreadnought, right?
1: Well, I mean like a hive ship. I I call them all the dreadnoughts, but right. it's a big hive ship that they've crashed. Yeah.
0: The the dreadnought is a specific, <laughs> very yeah, specific one of those. <laughs> They're
1: all dreadnoughts to me, but it's a big hive ship mm. and they've Plowed it into the fucking sea. Yeah. So there's definitely that weighted implication there of like, there is something down there that they really want. Yeah. Like, they've, Zivu really wants something down there. Yes. Um, and is it really explained? It's just, no, they've, no, it they've is. crashed this into the, no, yeah. it
0: is. It, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, we go through a bunch of like underwater tunnels. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> we, we go into this one room, still underwater. And there's like I this I forgot that. giant fucking hive knight or whatever in there with like a fucking big purple shield. And it just bum rushes you underwater. And you're like, this is fucked. And then you come out of the room and that's just the, the boss for the second encounter. But that's how you are yeah. uh, introduced to it. And it's so
1: funny. She <laughs> just, just kind of springs out like you, surprise motherfucker. You
0: basically have to get around it to get in the vent to like blast you back up out of the water. Um. That encounter I really enjoy, primarily because of what I get to do in it. Um, so you didn't you didn't get to see this so much because we kind of changed how we ran it after we did it. But the way that I now the way that we now do this, everyone but me goes into the water and well, actually, I should explain how this works. So like again, symbols are relevant. We've got three statues where we need to dunk them. Um, but what will happen is you kill a bunch of ads, you kill some knights, you kill an ogre. And then it it spawns a a knight that you have to kill to drop a deep sight uh, thing then you reveal that and then there's some symbols on the wall that will show you the the three out of six hive symbols you need to find which are in the water under that room so where you came in through Um, and then you have to go down there interact with them of course dealing with bubbles and moving around and the boss is down there trying to beat you up Um, but every time you interact with one of those symbols in the in the room above it spawns a hive wizard and you have to kill the wizard to get the vestige to dump it in the statue you have to do three of those to get to damage and rinse repeat until it's done um the the way that the way that we now do that when chili bin is in your fire team is everybody else gets in the water and chili throws hammers at everything until it's dead um running synthiceps and disorienting grenades and I didn't die. Uh, and I was, it took two hammers to take out one of those wizards.
1: Yeah. Cause the <laughs> issue I was having the first time we ran it was cause you guys were downstairs, mm. those wizards had spawned and they'd both just turn and look at me and yeah. I'm like, uh-oh.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. What we should have done is just all got in the water and then all come up and dealt with the wizards and it would have been... A lot easier mm. granted being in the water is pretty stressful because this was also day one there were no maps yet we didn't know where the symbols were ahead of time we were just doing laps under there until we found them um which was kind of it was part of why i wanted to be under there it's just like i feel like i need to see this um but yeah <laughs> the, the way that so like by the time we did it the third time um I was so comfortable with that room that, and I found this out accidentally, but I would leave the wizards up, kill them all at once, because you can hold more than one vestige, it turns out.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, just stack,
0: stack them. Because um, you get like a minute, but getting a new one doesn't reset that. So you have, there's a bit of risk there. Um, but I would basically, st- like, oh, fucking. Get this lens cap out of here. Um, I'd basically get that last one and then just sit on it while everybody comes back up out of the water, runs around to pick up orbs and ammo and whatever they need before we like trigger the the damage phase. Um, but yeah, I would basically like every time a circle of ads spawns, disorient a grenade in the middle, throwing hammer starts a bunch of sunspots. They just start dying. Then I'm gonna go do that to the next group that spawned. Oh, there's a wizard called Bonk Bonk Dead um and just i i so every t- <laughs> every time i've done it the 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 report at the end of the dungeon will tell you that i spawned more ads than some people killed. i spawned more orbs than some people killed enemies in the entire dungeon uh and that is such a frightening yeah. statistic
1: <laughs> yeah you shit out orbs and as someone who is now leaning into orb builds appreciate it yeah
0: yeah but, what, what, you, what you want is someone running like star Readers scales right because you pick up orbs to do a bunch of damage later
1: so i have made a couple of builds since the last episode um and i've kind of been a little bit cheeky in the fact that i've made these builds with you in mind
0: okay yeah
1: so i've got a solar build that very much is like i i also make orbs but obviously not as aggressively as you do but also picking up orbs feeds into different things. Yep. And it's just because I'm like, I know I can throw this on, have Well of Radiance, have Sanguine Alchemy or Phoenix or something like that. And then just on top of picking up orbs, I'm also building armor charges. I'm mm-hmm. also getting my grenade back, which feeds my melee, vice versa, which is then also feeding my super, yep. plus chili shitting out orbs. If this build goes according to plan, I could have a well up every couple of minutes, if that. Yeah. If you're actively shitting out orbs, I could always have a well on deck yep. because Phoenix also feeds into that. So I'm just yeah. like.
0: This is this is like the, hmm. the, the cursed part of my build is a couple of the solar uh, fragments mean that a charged melee kill will generate an orb and of course the throwing hammer, when you pick it up, you just fully get it back, so every one of those is an orb but, once I've got roaring flames active, which is just part of one of the aspects I think um, an unpowered melee kill will do the same thing um, so when I'm in a like circle of dregs, or scions, or like real shit tier ads I'll like throw one throwing hammer to get it started, and then I'm just like punch, punch, punch I can't punch fast enough, is the problem But every one of those is a new orb, Um, and it's frankly disgusting that I'm allowed to do that. (laughs) But also, like the more the more like ability kills I get, it stacks up to three times. It's just extra damage. Like it's and then syntheseps is like you do extra melee damage when there's a bunch of enemies around you to the point where so you you know the boss in that second encounter. So my new strat for that. Tractor Cannon and Throwing Hammers. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hitting between <laughs> 70 and 100k per hammer. <laughs> and also Tractor Cannon is giving that damage buff to everyone else, so it's just generally useful. Um, Unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> just like shotgun, bonk, 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 bonk. Reapply Tractor Cannon, bonk, 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 bonk. It's so good. What I, The next evolution of that is a shotgun with one, two punch just to like push those numbers up even higher. And I have yeah. a few. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I was about to say you already have a few cause that's one of your favorite perks. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. One, two punch lead from gold. Like that, that's my favorite combo on a shotgun. Cause you don't have to worry about ammo. Uh, you have to worry about like running heavy finders, which I'm doing anyway. Um, and then you yeah, one, two punch to make melee go dumb. Um, yes. Yes but yeah that boss fight is basically like a big knight spawns you kill it it drops a pool of like green energy that gives you piercing light i think is the name of the buff which is what you need to break its shield you don't need to be standing in the pool but you need to like refresh it because it's got a timer on it um that gets introduced here and then you use it again in the boss fight um, and I think, yeah, that was from Wrathborn Hunts, right? Like you would have to
1: something like that, yeah. yeah you had to kill something get in the pool, the pool to crack the shield, crack yeah. The shield, yeah. Um,
0: and that—that's—that's that's that second encounter. There was a hair, yeah, got it. Um, I don't know where that came from. It was Just like floating down in front of my eyes, it was definitely a dog hair. It's just, I think, me waving my arms around. It's just like loosed it off my off my sleeve, loosed it, loosened it. <laughs> i finished my strong zero and my words are hard (laughs) um the strongest of zeros so yeah
1: me so (laughs) second,
0: second encounter is done um more traversal more like we're getting deeper and deeper into the hive architecture at this point um and then we come across the boss arena come out of a cave and you see Oryx's entire corpse just half buried.
1: Another Mechie meme theory comes to fruition.
0: But even then, there was a moment when you first saw it you're like, is that Oryx? And we're like, yeah, homie. That's fucking No, Oryx. the way
1: So the way I saw it, um. And I think like it was your Alex when you got into where I was standing. You're like, I could see how you think. The way I saw it was his rib cage was like the mouth.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then his head and his hand was the rest of, and originally I thought it was like the corpse of like one of Arsa's species. because yeah. the the ribs looked like teeth and I didn't see it. And you guys are going, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. And like Alex is losing his mind just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, it's a whale. It's whaleful. And you guys are like, who the fuck are you on? Five whales? <laughs> Nuh uh. <laughs> it was like one of those seeing eye puzzles where when that's I stood back, I was, yeah. You're I was like, like you're, oh, here, you're
0: here with it. And then you were like,
1: that's a whole man. <laughs> oh,
0: that's just Oryx. What was I looking at?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, holy shit, I was joking since, like, since um, Witch Queen. Mm I just got the I just got the person wrong, but I was joking, and I've joked multiple times on this podcast that they were going to drop Sabathoon in the bottom of the ocean like Megatron. Yeah, and it just turns out they did it to
0: Orange. Yes, yeah. And this is this is probably the <laughs> they best.
1: They've <bin> been <laughs> This is probably the
0: best time to bring this up. There were a bunch of people on the internet in the last week being like, but he fell from the dreadnought towards Saturn, and of course, Titan is a moon of Saturn. Um, yeah. And and people being like, there's no way he would fall there. The physics don't make sense. And, like, homie, if that's your argument, like, lighten up. Also, it is entirely possible that due to grav- gravitational pulls of various celestial bodies around there, could have ended up on Titan. Who are you to say? Yeah. Also, it's just very interesting. Leave it alone. It's entertainment.
1: It's fun. <laughs> The man became whaleful, like yeah, this is it the bottom of the ocean? He's
0: just there, and that's fine, and
1: don't... it's a fun reveal,
0: yes, it really was, um because the boss that is just sitting there above Oryx's body uh is I forget the exact name, but it's like taken Necromancer.
1: And, yeah. and that is
0: where, like the 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 ritual that Sloane was referring to at the start of the dungeon is kind of revealed. Of like, yeah, they motherfuckers are trying to resurrect Oryx right here.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of discussion around like, oh, so Savathun had the light. Mm-hmm. So are they trying to imbue? Oryx with the light, so he becomes essentially a guardian well, as well.
0: And and this is where or, like when when you come into that room, like Oryx's body. Is
1: there some sort of hive magic that we don't know about that?
0: Maybe, but also Oryx's body in the ground, necromancer in the air, a, a hive ghost is just sitting there. Yeah. So are they trying to like is the ritual to try and make that ghost Oryx's? Is that what's happening? What yeah. Are you doing.
1: It's super interesting, and it also has so many implications if. The hive have figured out yeah. how to imbue or use the hive ghosts. Uh, like
0: this this could also just be an extension of Savathun's kind of systems and like this could yeah. be her doing, is what I mean. Like we're not I don't I don't know if they actually say that like this was something Zevo or Wrath was trying to achieve. I'm not sure.
1: I think they just loosely allude that the hive are up to something. Yeah. It's well, just the yeah. vague the hive.
0: Yes. Um but God, what a what a reveal! And also, like all of the armor that you drop from the from the dungeon is like yeah. something of the Taken King or the Taken King's helm or whatever the fuck.
1: Creepy, crusty, fucking yeah. armor. Yeah, very it, nice.
0: It all looks very cool, and it's got like some cool like ambient effects on it. Um, such a sick dungeon. Um, but yeah, the, the way that this works mechanically is. I think I, I think i was like having this discussion during one of the runs of like you know they introduce they introduce the mechanic they add to it and then they remix the previous two encounters for the boss fight so it's the hive guardians are like in back rooms off that central arena that you have to go through like these water gates to get to but there's a whole process to even get to that but you have to essentially kill the guardians to like get the vestige to drop in a place and do that three times to get to a damage phase um it's not worth going into the mechanics but like it is very interesting once you figure out how it all works and the sequence you do it in
1: it's the mechanics are very intricate for that encounter and they're quite when you're explaining it Mm. it's quite detailed and quite it sounds quite tedious but then when you get in when we even on the first run when we got into the the Mm. rhythm of it those um setup phases would actually go very yeah. quickly once you guys got into the rhythm of yeah. it. The deep sight.
0: The deep sight can... is a bit more prevalent here because like you use that to reveal the three parts of the map where you have to dunk the vestige. And then yeah.
1: You... So it. What is it? Head, chest, hands, and. Ooh.
0: Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. No. Surprise! Chest. Hands and feet yes there's six points in the map that
1: can be active he's interrupted me on that one
0: yeah six points in the map that can be active as a place to put the vestige but only three are used per run which correlates to the three hive guardians in the corners of the map which each have a hive symbol associated you've got to match the symbols dunk the thing do a damage phase um there's been a lot of commentary about how much fucking health that boss and its shield in particular have i will say pretty meaty um, mm. it got to a point where I was running Gallarhorn and that was helping. Um, the last run that I did on, uh, yeah, Tuesday, I think it was, uh, we, we had a classic well div warlock and, who did that help?
1: Yeah. Cause <laughs> after we finished our run, I was like, huh, probably could have used a well on that. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
0: Well, yeah. Like
1: Nova was taking off a fair chunk of, it
0: was helping, but like. And, but and that it,
1: fucker teleported out of my Nova like twice. I yes. was like, you asshole.
0: And I think, too, we, we were basically always setting up for damage inside Oryx's chest, which means we've got walls all around us. And which we're is being focused, yeah. Maybe not the best decision. I don't know. But it's reliable because then you don't have enemies coming in from behind you, which is kind of nice. But it does but mean that also. You're starting stationary in there
1: yeah and then old mate would teleport either out of range or for some reason teleport right up in our faces which made using rocket launches and even nova bomb really yeah. risky
0: and think the thing i kind of struggled so. with was especially when the boss was up close but this happened kind of in all variations just like explosions and effects going off meant i couldn't even see where the boss was clearly and i was like i think they're here i'm getting numbers so i must be hitting
1: yeah, well, like, at one point when we were doing it, all well, I could see was fire, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to throw a fucking Nova. I don't yeah. know where he is, but I hope it tracks. Yeah,
0: but because, <laughs> because like, when when you get into that damage phase, it's like that second encounter where it drops the piercing light, pull, you just need that to break the shield, and then you are actually free to move anywhere in the arena, which I ended up doing a lot more the more I did it, because it would be like, oh, I'm kind of getting beat up here. I need to get some sunspots happening to trigger... You know restoration i'm just going to go find those dregs hit one stand in the sunspot do some damage move around a bit more and that 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 was kind of helping um it also helped that in the runs that i did after our one i started running phoenix cradle um which is titan leg exotic yeah that uh means sunspots heal allies yeah and that was huge because they also last for 10 seconds So you run through it, you get 10 seconds of restoration and it's just like, cool. Your health is just constantly refilling. Buys you a lot of time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Yeah.
0: Cause it's, it's a very like, it's a very good, like neutral game, but mobile exotic. Cause like as you're moving through getting the symbols and everything, like you're constantly running through that arena and there's just enemies all the Mm -hmm. time. All I have to do is like hit, kill one with a throwing hammer drops a sunspot, everyone just runs through it, keeps going, make it through that arena without dying as much. Um, so nice. Can't believe I'm running Phoenix Cradle again. What, is, <laughs> what a world. Uh, what does this, be Light? Yeah. Um, and the funny, so the I think, yeah, that's kind of like largely wrapping up the dungeon, but the funniest thing to me is the second and third encounter, so the, the second one and then the boss fight you have to crush the ghost after you've downed the boss. Otherwise, you're not finished. Yeah. And the panic, when we realized that, just like, fuck, get over there, hit the finisher button. Um, Yes, so funny. (laughs) Um, And I I also saw some reports that especially with the second encounter, if you let them resurrect, it can softlock you. So I'm glad we never... Had to deal with that. No, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, very good dungeon.
1: Very good dungeon. Pretty
0: pretty brutal in spots, but I would say that's also like, yeah, you know, it's the first couple of times we've seen it, so that makes sense. It,
1: it definitely feels like um, how duality became for us for a little bit, which yeah. was just a brain-off farm dungeon for yeah. a little bit. Um, I can see once we get used to it, and once like i've got a few builds in mind that i want to throw together and test yeah. in terms of different I mean, encounters there
0: even even that second and third run it was me and alex again plus a different third person each time um even that second and third run we were so comfortable with the mechanics and positioning and everything that like it was very easy for someone new to slot in and kind of like have space to figure it out without needing to be like you need to know how to do this specific thing right now or we won't get through this is very much yeah. like and, th- and this is something that like I've started doing recently with dungeons which is reminding myself that they are designed to be completed solo and that really changes how I look at mechanics and how they interact and like when I found out that vestiges can stack that you can hold up to three of them I would never do that solo because I need that time but running it in a group yeah, I'm just gonna leave those wizards up. I'm just gonna farm kills and then I'm just gonna go bonk 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 dunk them.
1: Bing bonk bing bing bonk. That's me.
0: I am the bink bonker. Um
1: just you giving me the giggles anytime your hammer would come across my screen. Yeah, like <laughs> you just you just hear me lose it. Well,
0: this is the thing, like, because I've been running that build so exclusively for so long, I have become like a fucking surgeon with that hammer. Like I am hitting that shit across the map in a way that I am disgusted by where I'm like, the, the enemy, sh- like half the time the enemy will dodge, but when they don't, that feels real nice.
1: <laughs> I just find it so funny. Sometimes I'll run up to something to finish it and your hammer will just cut through them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> the,
0: funny, the funniest one to me, that second encounter, the ogre that you have to kill at the top of the room to like, it spawns the knight that gives you the deep sight to reveal the symbols before you go and do that. Um, some like, in the in the later runs that I did, someone was like busy trying to whittle that ogre's health down, and I just throw one throwing hammer and it's just gone. <laughs> because I've done it standing in a crowd of enemies to get the damage boost off Synthesaps, and then I've just launched it over. And an ogre is a big target. That's easy to hit, just straight in the and they face. don't teleport, nope. so <laughs> that's my favorite shit. So to do. funny. <laughs>
1: Or my other favorite thing when you do it, not even just in the dungeon, just in general, is like, I'll be shooting something and I'll see your hammer land and you'll just come trotting over, <laughs> pick it up and then run back out of frame. Yeah, because if I
0: don't, it actually, like, that is the entire loop. I need that thing. <laughs>
1: so, I'll just be like mowing down enemies with like an auto or a submachine gun or just uh, the thing you hate the most, raw slapping them.
0: I, do, I mean, I do that. It's fine. But I get a lot of damage <laughs> for it.
1: Um, and I'll just see you just totter over, pick up your hammer, run away.
0: Like so funny. It like it's good. I need
1: to start recording us playing so I can just cut together a montage of you and your hammer. The
0: thing is, i and I know this is gonna keep happening because it's just the way the game works. But I still get heartbroken every time I throw a hammer, the enemy dodges, or I've just missed, and then it goes off the map, and then I've just got to just I have to just wait for my melee to recharge, and I'm just like, no, my hammer.
1: And, yeah, like, that that's is almost an reason. automatic
0: response at this point of, like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> that's another reason I think one day we're just going to get tippled and play a bunch of Destiny and I'm just going to do a super cut of you and your hammer and just you, like, ah,
0: my hammer. Yeah. and then no! And, like, intersperse it with photos of me, like, looking longingly at a hammer. Just, like, ah, oh, my one true love.
1: <laughs> Goes off map and just in slow motion as it flies off the map in the arms of the angels. <laughs> Look, I have awful.
0: I have done some risky maneuvers to pick my hammer up. Um, I,
1: I've seen you run in the middle of cluster fucks with bosses well, and pick a hammer up the, the, and get stomped. The difference
0: there is <laughs> like, I, I know if I get to the hammer and it has to have hit an enemy, but if I pick that hammer up, my health starts regenerating immediately. So yeah. it's almost like I just need to get that far and then but I can just, throw it at something else and then run away while, while my health is refilling.
1: So funny just to see you run between the legs of a primeval and pick a hammer up and then oh, f- fail out. My favorite
0: thing is if I'm <laughs> able to slide between the legs of a big enemy. That's funny. <laughs> I'm just like, mine, I'll <laughs> see you later.
1: Add that, add that to the list of promo ideas for ECB yeah, social media.
0: Just me on a slip and slide with a hammer at the end of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a super cut of you and your hammer.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Um Yeah, I think this is a dungeon that I'm going to do a whole bunch. Um,
1: Well, I am because I want that fucking title because it's so on brand for me as a human being. What is the
0: title again? Ghoul. That's right. Yeah, so that means you will have to learn how to run it solo.
1: And I will for this because I want that title so fucking bad. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. The nice thing is, like, it's not a flawless requirement. You just have to finish it. But it does mean... You have to be able to do each encounter without dying because if you die, you have to start it again. Um,
1: But That's hard. Another reason I want that ghoul title just to stay on brand with ECB is because I have a Twitch clip of you calling me a ghoul
0: when we were doing
1: Strike Golf and I was following you around trying to make you kill enemies with a arc soul. And oh you say, God. get away from me, you fucking ghoul. <laughs> I do
0: not even remember this. I remember <laughs> I remember playing as, strike golf.
1: As soon as as soon as you told us that the title was ghoul, I was like, that's just me. That's very good, actually. Like, if they had a goblin title, that would be perfect. Yeah. But ghoul is also very on brand for me because I am a scary little Victorian era ghoul. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like if they wouldn't use Goblin for anything, it would be a Vex-centric season, cause Vex centric season because they already have Goblins. But then, like, the Goblins are never featured that heavily.
1: Maybe this year's Festival of the Lost, so then we've got Goblins and Ghouls. That would be cool. I should work for Bungie. I've been coming up with lots of very good ideas yes. lately for Bungie, and I've been tweeting them at Bungie. <laughs>
0: we just give them away for free. Don't do that.
1: Yeah. I just want people to know that I'm very good at ideas. I still like my tweet. I want people to know that I'm
0: very funny on Twitter.
1: Yes. I don't tweet
0: much. Love me. (laughs) Please, validation. Um, Dungeon. Yep.
1: Dungeons, titles, story. Yep. Fuckery. ECB. ECB.
0: That's what we do. Um, Final note this week it's Iron Banner, but they've already broken it um yeah
1: i saw that today hey so we've um we've had to turn off control and it's gone back to eruption
0: before that they disabled kepri's horn a titan Mm -hmm. exotic because i mean cheese forever put out a video of it but like people were using that to basically just speed run their way to mercy in a game out out in a victory like if i saw i saw the clip and like it was just like a stream of just captured zone messages, and they just got immediately 20 points. And they were just, doing I
1: that. so I didn't know what was going on. I jumped into an Iron Banner game where I think someone did that, yeah. And I was like, What the fuck? I've, I've, I've this game loaded in like two minutes. What yeah. the fuck? Like, and then I was like, Oh, whatever. Like, part of me didn't realize what was happening, so part of me was like, Oh, maybe I loaded in mid game. Mm. Like, maybe they were getting crushed. So, someone dropped mm-hmm. out and I got loaded in. So, then I loaded it into another one and it happened again. And I was like, uh, so IB, um, not on my list this week yeah. of things to do because that's happened twice now and I'm scared. Um, less angry, more like, I don't know what's happening. So, I'm scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i so, was had a panic attack. So yeah, first, I was like, first
0: it <laughs> was, first it was <laughs> Kepris Horn. They disabled that. And then they changed Iron Banner from control to eruption. To just like remove any chance of people being able to do that. So I'm guessing there was some like more generic issue at play there with like zone capturing that was causing that to happen. Um, but very funny. Like I need to go and actually watch that clip more closely to work out why that was happening.
1: Um, there's just a like a like it happening to me. I've got a friend who's traveling at the moment and he paid for Wi Fi at a hotel like, good Wi-Fi at a hotel so that he could play Destiny. Oh, my God. Because it's IB week. Yeah. Only for that to happen. Fuck. And him in the group server be like, what the fuck is happening with Iron Banner right now? I can't get a game. Yeah. And then, like, 30 seconds later, he follows it up with, oh, Dot, dot, dot. And then a screenshot of the tweets from Bungie Elf. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I spent 40 bucks on Wi-Fi in this fucking hotel.
0: Which country is this in? Germany. Okay.
1: I mean, Germany has decent internet, but yeah. Yeah, but hotel Wi-Fi, you got to pay extra, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when you're staying in budget hotels. Yeah. But yeah, he's just like, oh, dot, dot, dot. I'm so glad I spent 40 bucks to play Iron Better this week. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a hard time. Um, Rip
0: and And, like back to our pinnacle chat from before, I don't think i am gonna play Iron Banner this season because, like the the only reason I kind of went hard on it last season it, it provided a lot of pinnacles, mm. like you would get what four out of it and it lasts for a week. like that's I pretty wanna, good.
1: I want a guild iron
0: lord I again just, I, I think i, I per- just
1: because i've gilded it so i'm like i'll yeah. do it again I,
0: I i personally don't care enough about any of the pvp options to do that and like iron banner is probably one of the ones i enjoy the most but the amount it wants you to play iron banner is more than i care to
1: kind of wacky yeah yeah i get that
0: i am much more a pve player and there's things like soloing dungeons i want to learn how to do um, a little more build crafting to, like, you know, increase those options. And yeah, PvP is not high on my list. I'll do a little yeah. bit here and there, but like, not much. Just not my bag. Yeah.
1: I'm going to try and gild it again because it's funny watching people be like, Mechie gilding things.
0: Yeah. Mechie completing uh,
1: something. Anything. <laughs> um, It's just, it's really funny. I gilded. Um, so there's a couple of servers I'm in now that have a like a bot that lets you yeah. know when something's happening. I don't. I think they use Charlemagne as well. I'm not Probably. sure. I'd have to look. And in the other server, when I gilded Iron Lord, I just got a reply message from someone that said, "You okay?" Question <laughs> mark.
0: Dude, because uh, <laughs> they
1: know what I'm like. Because he is just as frustrated with my pigeon brain as you are.
0: <laughs> that has just reminded me when um when Beyond Light came out. You know, a bunch of us took time off work. We basically were playing. Because this was back when, like, we we had to do bounty stacking and grinding every day to get a raid level, right? Um,
1: Rip our employers who all took us off being stood down just for us to take a week off to play video games anyway.
0: But what that meant is, like, I think on release day or the day after, because there were some server issues, like, I think I clocked up, like, a 16-hour day. Because I didn't close yeah. it, down. I just left it running, and like I'd go get food and I'd come back to it. Because like I, ha- I had work to do, frankly. Um, but I got a message from someone who I have not spoken to, I had not spoken to in a while at that point, and they were just like, hey, "Is everything okay? I've i just seen I've, just, I've basically like basically just going like, Hey, I've seen how much you're playing this game this week. Are you all right? <laughs> It's just like, my a, depression my yeah, but this is someone who's like familiar with MMOs and things like that. So it's like, yeah, we're, there's a group of us, like we've taken time off work. We're preparing for the raid it means we have to do a bunch of bullshit grinding tasks. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> also, also, like, like launch Lord, hey, I, I have, have a screen we were um, sitting hey, at, hey, like, hey, fucking, have, what, five in the morning? just waiting.
1: You and, and I had three hours <laughs> where they're three hours long, and I think long, and an hour, hour or three, three, hours three hours was us slowly unraveling, the average. We just getting the set, like, the... the, the
0: couldn't, couldn't not join. join. Like, like, <laughs> sitting in a server queue, just waiting.
1: I uh, was just, just chatting Chat absolute shit, shit. and you you fucking around the movie, the set, like...
0: That's right! We did another chaos at, like, 3.30 in the morning. Oh, man. What a time.
1: I think, without going too far ahead of ourselves, I think I want to do that again for Final Shape. I think I want to Mm, take some time off. Yeah, I want to sit up at 2 o'clock in the morning with some beers and my homies and just slowly lose our minds as we try to join the game.
0: Well, I mean, it won't launch at all. It's usually three for us, so that's an hour that we're just wasting.
1: So, like, just us just slowly unraveling mentally as we try to get into the game.
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put down a, a solid maybe on that one. Uh, I would like to, <laughs> but I don't know where I'll be uh come whatever it is, probably February or March next year.
1: Hopefully I mean, I'll, I'll, moved- I'll still be in Melbourne.
0: I'll still be in Melbourne.
1: Oh, um, oh hopefully I'd move down there by then and we can do it in LAN format. Oh, that'd be crazy. We all bring our PCs God. and a monitor to someone's house and unravel together.
0: Yeah, we couldn't do that in my place. My partner would hate that. <laughs>
1: We all sit close enough in a room, so when we talk, our um, headsets and microphones all do that terrible. Oh,
0: you, you just hear the feedback happening? Yeah. Everyone except me, who's running a shotgun microphone, it was like, no, no, everything from here out, no one's hearing that. Or you'd be like, over here making noise. No, you can't even hear this. Not even picking up.
1: Oh, Nothing. man, it's like whenever people post online their quote-unquote couple setups and I'm like, that is a nightmare. Well, like the side-by-side side PC? That is a nightmare. I've, I've been on
0: video calls of people who play games that way. It is shit.
1: It's terrible. You can pick each other up and then sometimes you get stuck in a feedback loop of, and then it makes that terrible whoop noise. Mm. And then also, like, I don't want to sit in my partner's stink during, like, a heavy gaming session you know what i mean have a separate room (laughs) drinking monster energy drink eating food farting sweating like i don't want to i i got my own aura going i don't need yours in the mix
0: you basically just described a lot of my day today because it's diablo 4 launch week
1: exactly (laughs) i don't want to sit in that even if you're my partner you want
0: to do a land for final shape
1: yeah but like i'm gonna sit in the corner and no one look at me.
0: You're in your own, you've like brought a tent and you're just in that.
1: Yeah, like a kid's fucking bluey tent. It's just me, my PC and a single monitor sitting goblin, no, prawn but style. you
0: cut like one hole in the tent so the PC can vent out. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're just hotboxing yourself.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the vents with the little, the tents with the little vents up the top. So mm-hmm. anytime any of you piss piss me off you'll just see my this much over my face
0: (laughs) Oi! oh dear
1: i miss the days of lands so i've been finding any excuse to try and set a land up
0: i i haven't done one since i was in high school when
1: halo 3 was my last land
0: actually no i used to
1: have minecraft lands but that was like 2017
0: this was like a kid a kid a kid I knew at school his his parents house had like you know not a double car garage but like wider than that so it was like imagine in the middle there's four CRT TVs in like a compass configuration facing out and then four couches and then four Xboxes and we're all playing it's a full 16 player Halo 3 LAN and it was sick as shit
1: so, Destiny Two related or oh, mm-hmm. Destiny related? Um, when taking King, like the raid came out, Crota, Oryx. Yeah, I'm forgetting the name of that raid. King's Yes. Um, Not Crota's we to- end.
0: Well, there's Crota's end, but then there's King's
1: Yeah. I almost went to say Game of Thrones because there's a place in Game of Thrones called King's Fall or something like that. Kings and then the I ending. um, yeah, I almost called the raid Game of Thrones. <laughs> um at the time at the time, my partner and I, because we played a bunch of d and d and other stuff, we bought a big Viking style long table. Uh. so a big long table with big bench seating. and we just shitty old Samsung monitors on top of our ps4s mm-hmm. headsets um everyone had one cup off because we were just communicating in person yeah and it was just three per- three people to a seat and then we just had lines of snacks and shit oh in the middle God. um i'll have to find pictures of it sure they're on facebook or something but it just looked like a viking feast <laughs> <laughs> like we were all just sitting there in gamer viking mode gamers. Me and like a snuggie, like we were all just wearing. I mean, I still wear oversized hoodies. Look at me right now. Uh-huh. But just giant hoodies, just sitting there. And then because the picture was taken on like an old Samsung note, we've all got the scary reflective eyes because we're all just sitting in the dark and I've used the flash. Yes. So we just all look like fucking. Possums. The things from, you know, the descent. Those are yeah. we yeah. all sitting there, pale with glowing eyes. I'll have to find the picture if I can, but like. That might be my last land. actually, is King's Mm -hmm. War. Yeah, I mean,
0: we all just play games online now via Discord. Like, we don't have a need for that anymore. It's more of a, like, you have to really want to do this and put in a bunch of effort.
1: Yeah, I mean, Minecraft lands are kind of fun. There's something fun and cozy about, like, just hanging out all night in your pajamas playing Minecraft in, like, the same room.
0: uh, Yeah, okay, without that in the same room, but we have done that. We have done 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 literally multiple times. Like during Destiny downtime where it's like the lull in a season where we're like, let's just do something else. It'll be a Minecraft. The sun's
1: coming up in game. No, in real life. (laughs)
0: Oops. (laughs) Oops.
1: Um blueberry land one day we'll stream it. We talk about our other fire team members so much that it's inevitable that we do have to do an ECB like stream sometime. We have to do something, yeah. Go park that Twitch channel ECB underscore TTV
0: I'm not not changing my my name in the game to that
1: Oh no, I'll set up an email account and park the channel We've said
0: it now, fuck, I'm going to have to cut this out Um, On that note, let's get out of here before you say more stuff I have to cut out and domains to park and whatever Um,
1: I'll try and do it tonight, I'll have to go set up a Google account
0: (laughs) Yeah Um, There might be some other stuff i've already got set up we'll talk after um Sick.
1: just dump it in the general
0: dump it um show me that email dumper i don't know what i'm doing let's get out of here this has been Ericode blueberry thank you f- as always for yeah. checking it out um spread the word spread the love spread the error code no that's bad um We won't have an episode for you next week. This is the first time I can say this with conviction. It's not going to be like, hey, some stuff came up. We can't do an episode this week. We will definitely not have one next week because I'm going to be in another country.
1: New Zealand. I'm just Uh, doxing
0: you. Yeah. No, I'm. I
1: think you've mentioned you're from New Zealand in the past, anyway. Yeah. Also, accent and tattoos. Yeah. Kind of gives it away.
0: Going back to Aotearoa, the land of the long white cloud, where all of my family is, uh, because I haven't seen them in a good. Three and a half years, I think. And I now have a niece that I haven't met.
1: I'm so fucking excited for you to finally go back. Yes,
0: I am planning to go and visit a toy store uh, in the next couple of days and pick up probably like a my, my niece is all about animals. So it'll probably be either an Australian animal plush toy or some like book about Australian animals that will no doubt annoy the shit out of my brother. Uh, as as he says uh she 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 likes to make the noises of the animals so what noise does a wombat make
1: they don't but get her a koala and then just show her the sounds of koalas screaming late at night
0: that that could be good
1: the sound of queensland where mm, yeah when i had friends come over from the uk we were all sitting on the balcony of like their airbnb and the koalas and stuff started going off and they were just like what the f- fuck is that yeah. I mean, like I've, they thought they were dead
0: i've I've already threatened that by the end of my week there i will have her saying get a champ like a degenerate um because apparently she's like a, a bit of a parrot and like has enough words that she's able to just like you know replicate sounds so that'll be fine yes. good um but yes no episode next week um which gives you two weeks to tell your friends about us um it gives us two weeks of seasonal content to talk about next time um we've managed to turn this one into a long one i didn't expect it a lot of dungeon Ah, uh, that'll do it we'll yeah. see you next time in at least two weeks i'm gonna go find out what that noise was um don't
1: go bye see ya